Welcome to the Naturopath Next Door podcast, an unfiltered health, wellness, and lifestyle podcast without the fluff. I'm your host, Pam, naturopath, nutritionist, personal trainer, and owner of Pam Heard Naturopath. Hello, and welcome to episode number 22 of the Naturopath Next Door. In this episode, we're going to be talking about protein. So protein is vital for human physiology because it supplies the body with amino acids. Amino acids make and repair body tissues, including muscle, skin, bone, organs, nails, and hair. They also coordinate hormone production, regulate metabolism, build enzymes, and make antibodies and immune system molecules. So in recent times, vegetarian and vegan diets are becoming more popular, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with eating a lot more vegetarian or vegan if that's how you want to go. Um, I mean, I certainly do eat a lot of vegetarian meals just because I enjoy them. However, it's not just as simple as just like leaving out meat. You have to be really planned in your meals to making sure that you're getting enough protein and also the nutrients that you need. So people following a strict vegetarian or vegan diet need to choose a variety of protein sources from a combination of plant foods every day to make sure they get an adequate mix of amino acids. So whereabouts can you get protein from? So protein can come from animal products such as meat, poultry, dairy, fish. You can also get them from legumes, things like uh, lentils, soy products, chickpeas, kidney beans, and a a variety of other beans, nut, all of your different types of nuts, seeds as well, and grains. So just a reminder with grains and cereal-based products, they do contain some protein, but aren't as generally as high as protein as you find in animal products or some meat alternative products. Okay, so let's talk about a complete protein. A complete protein is a food that contains all essential amino acids. These are called essential amino acids because we cannot manufacture them in the body. So it's essential that we get them through the diet. Examples of complete proteins include eggs, milk, fish, cheese, poultry, meat, and also some protein powders. Okay, let's talk about protein combining. So other forms of protein derived from plant sources, such as grains, legumes, nuts, and seeds, have most of the essential amino acids and can be combined effectively to create complete proteins. You don't need to eat them all in the same meal, but just throughout the day, Uh, will help get you all the essential amino acids that you need. Traditionally, there has been some cultures, you know, for example, Mexico combines beans, rice, and corns. India do dal and rice. The Middle East have hummus and tabbouleh. And Asia generally combines rice and soybean products or soybeans. Other examples of protein combining that can create complete proteins include hummus because it's chickpeas and sesame seeds. Um, ABC of nuts, so almonds, Brazil, and cashews together, porridge and soy milk, rice and lentils. So basically, you can combine any legume with any grain to allow your body to form a complete protein. Some other ways that you can get more protein in your diet include, you know, using nut butters, but just remember to use natural nut spreads with no added salt, sugar, or any other fillers. You could use cottage or ricotta cheese, which are high in protein, um, and they can go into scrambled eggs, casseroles, mashed potato, or even pasta dishes. Nuts and seeds are fantastic in salads or even stir fries and curries. So you can just try toasting some pine nuts or flaked almonds and putting them in your green salad. Beans are also great in soups, casseroles, and pasta sauces. So try tipping a drained can of cannelloni beans into your favorite vegetable soup or casserole. 
A plate of hummus and freshly cut veggie sticks, really good snack, you know, throughout the day if you are snacking a little bit because you're feeling hungry. Some Greek yogurt, and you can also add, you know, a little bit of um, breakfast cereal, provided that it's not fully high in sugar. We do want to be mindful of that. Or you can just put some fresh fruit. You know, and eggs are also another way of getting some additional protein, particularly if you're wanting to add them to your salad or something else like that throughout the day, even a boiled egg. So protein deficiency. So it basically means that you're not getting enough protein in your diet. And protein deficiency is pretty rare in Australia as our diets generally include far more protein than we actually need. However, protein deficiency may occur with people with special requirements such as older people or people following a strict vegan or vegetarian diet. So some symptoms might include wasting and shrinkage of your muscle tissue, so edema, which is basically when your um, body is building up in fluid, particularly if you're seeing it in your feet or your ankles. You also might get anemia, so you're having a lack of iron, um, and B12 is another one that you have to be really mindful of. And also, you might see slow growth in children. Now, let's talk about protein powder or shakes. I mean, this is just absolutely a minefield. You just need to walk into a supermarket or a health food shop or a supplement shop, and you can see that there's so many different types of proteins, shakes um, available out there. And, you know, protein shakes do have their place 100%. If you need one or not, I mean, that really depends on your individual basis. If you are buying a protein shake, then you just need to make sure that you're getting a complete protein, particularly if you are vegan or vegetarian. So it could be combining a rice with a pea. Uh, If you're okay with dairy, then you could have a whey. You know, you just have to really be very conscious of the ones that you're purchasing and making sure that it is suitable for you. Okay, so you also need to be mindful that very high protein diets are not great for the body. Um, some fad diets do promote very high protein, and this pro- these large amounts of protein can actually strain the kidneys and the liver. It can also prompt excess loss of mineral um, such as calcium, which can lead to increased risk of osteoporosis. As a vegetarian or a vegan, it's also really important to make sure that you're having your iron and B12 levels checked at least once a year with a blood test, just to make sure that you don't get too low and you start to get symptoms. Particularly if you're a menstruating female, you might get an iron deficiency a lot quicker because you're not replacing that iron enough within the diet or the food from the diet. And it's just, I just can't stress enough how important it is to making sure that you are, you know, eating iron rich foods and good sources include broccoli, spinach, asparagus, potato, sweet potato, Brussels sprouts, and having some form of plant-based vitamin C within your diet as well when you're eating that iron to help with the uptake. B12 is another nutrient that you need to be mindful of, and it's mainly from animal products, and you're generally not found in plant-based products unless it has been fortified, which means B12 has been added to that particular product. And I just can't stress enough that you're continually getting those checked because the symptoms of, you know, the brain fog, the really... Uh, you feel really tired and fatigued. There's a lot of things that come along with that. So just make sure that you keep um, checking those to see you are not deficient in them. So calcium is another nutrient many people think that they're going to miss out on because they cut out dairy. However, there are other sources such as nuts, seeds, tahini, and green veggies. 
So don't think that calcium only comes from dairy. It's really smart marketing in that respect. You can actually get it through other sources throughout the diet. When it comes to food, there's so many things that you need to think about, you know, particularly if you are doing a specific diet or you have a lifestyle change. Don't really like to use the word diet because we want to be having a fresh whole food diet all the time with, you know, minimal processed foods and watching your sugar and your caffeine and all of those types of things. But if you are wanting to go, you know, vegan or vegetarian or try something a little bit different, then I would definitely recommend seeking out some professional help to, you know, guide you through it. Because it's just not as simple as, you know, just taking meat out or, you know, taking carbohydrates out. There's a lot of different factors that you have to be very aware of. And if you are changing things around, it can have a flow on effect to your body and also different processes in your body. So really hope this has been helpful and we will see you next time on The Naturopath Next Door. Thank you so much for listening to The Naturopath Next Door podcast. If you are loving what you're hearing, I would really appreciate it if you hit subscribe and leave a short review. Also, if you've learned something this episode, make sure that you share it on your Instagram stories and tag me, Pam underscore naturopath. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you have a really good day and I will catch you next week on The Naturopath Next Door. Next Door.